Welcome to another episode of Trump Mafia. I'm Aaron May, and I'm here today because I've begged the fine folks at Criminal Minded Media to let me participate in this particular episode because of what may be described as a minor obsession with the mayor of Fuxville himself, the main character today. Without further ado, let's dig right in. Although our approach to this podcast seems unhinged at times, to say the least, we feel that our reporting should echo the people and events that we are reporting on. From the Russian mobsters to the crooked political allies, and let's not forget the absurd sons, Eric and Donnie Jr., who flounder and flail like Kendall and Roman Roy in HBO's succession. Trump's behavior in and out of the office has a lasting and disturbing effect on the country's unearthing and amplifying the same kind of negative-driven slime that Vankman, Egon, and Ray, a.k.a. the Ghostbusters, discovered flowing like a river under New York City. That said, there's one guy who might be even more unhinged than Rudy, and that's saying a lot. His name is Mike Lindell, and like most of the other Trump mafia, he is a gift that keeps on giving, at least in the crazy department. Mike Lindell is the owner of My Pillow a pillow company based in Chaska, Minnesota. It was founded by Lindell, a former crack cocaine and gambling addict, after the idea for my pillow came to him in a dream. You can only imagine what kind of dreams that fast-talking, crack-smoking, gambling addict was having, and my pillow certainly must not have been the craziest. The business took off after it began airing infomercials in 2011, and Mr. Lindell's interest in politics have grown ever since. In court filings, it shows that Lindell spends an average of $5 million a month on advertising. Much of that spending has been with Fox News, which raised Mr. Lindell's profile with the dystopian dawn. He's a self-made success who also used to be a crack addict. And for a while, he was both at the same time. So you started my pillow while you were still an addict. Right. People say that all the time. They say that's one of the biggest miracles ever. A made in America miracle, which landed him at the White House. You want to start, Michael? I seen my name tag and I said, who's sitting here? And they said, well, the president. Like, I'm going, well, really? You know? Mike Lindell runs My Pillow in Chaska, Minnesota, the town he grew up in, a place where he launched one half-baked business idea after another, cleaning carpets, raising pigs, running lunch wagons, and occasionally making money as a professional card counter. In the 80s, Lindell got into the bar business. Probably wasn't real good because I was an addict at the time, pretty hardcore cocaine addict, all that. Borrowing money from his ex-bookie, Lindell set up a mall kiosk and one of his customers turned out to run a large home show. He invited My Pillow to debut at the show, and sales took off. And then I, I got into crack cocaine. It's a different drug. Lindell lost his marriage, his house, and almost his business. One night in 2008, after being up for more than two weeks straight on crack, Lindell's dealer put the word out on the street that no one should sell him drugs until he slept. So I snuck off and, and uh, down in uh, uh, down hit the streets and it was about 3, 3, 3, 3, 3 3.30 in the morning and I'm not kidding, I could not, nobody. And I'm going, I have $100 for $5 worth and these are addicts on the street, these are, you know, and then I'm going, okay, 
how could they get the word out? How do they know, you know, notice me? I'm trying to hide my mustache and everything. <laughs> okay, you know, you know, and I get back to the to the apartment and he's sitting there and he goes, and he's sitting there and he goes, how'd that work out for you? It's tempting just to laugh at all this. It's a healthy sign after all, that after all these years of alternative facts, disinformation and fake news, you've still retained some sense of the reality of the absurd. But you should also cry a little, because on January 6th, a mob of Trump supporters stormed the Capitol building, violently attacking law enforcement officers who tried to stop them. And it's not hard to imagine an audience who wants to believe in the Trump alternative universe, where the Trump kaleidoscopic version was, quote, they were just people hugging and kissing the police and the guards. I mean, the dark right wouldn't keep spreading all these lies for no reason, right? So the Trumpians figure that there must be something to all this. And let's face it, Trump's a lot more fun than Biden to watch. The news sucks now. Were you punished for supporting Donald Trump? Absolutely. And we will stand up for our companies, our factories, and our workers. Is that okay with you, Michael? Good. Mike Lindell met Donald Trump in 2016 and quickly became a fan. All the jobs he wanted to bring back, and by the time I got out of there, I go, this guy's going to be the most amazing president in history. I, I, by any definition, Mike Lindell is out of his mind, right? I mean, I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean, I think that there is a mad dash to retain the Trump supporter. Like, I think Fox is quite worried. Well, and, and they're they're making up for their their quick call, as it were. Yes, in Arizona, I mean they they fired that guy who made the call. That's right, they did. And so now they've got to have the my pillow guy on to appeal to the they, Trump. They got to show their bona fides. Donald Trump has been promising to start up his rallies again, but until he does, his supporters will have to settle for the next best thing: the my pillow guy. Yes, my pillow founder and Trump supporter Mike Lindell put together something he called the MAGA Frank Rally. So I traveled to New Richmond, Wisconsin to see why thousands of people gathered in a field to see a bunch of right-wing all-stars, the ex-president on a jumbotron, and obviously buy some pillow swag. Such an amazing lineup. Who's, who's your favorite with the lineup? Um, probably you Mike Lindell. Well, we're just excited to see Mike. He speaks the same truth that we believe. Mike is, is a true hero. You know, they, they, they claim, you know, the doctors and nurses are that, but I, my own sister's a retired RN, and we're not talking right now because of her beliefs. So when it comes to heroes, there's doctors, there's nurses, and then there's the pillow guy. Yeah, yeah. Mike Lindell has garnered plenty of attention by focusing on one thing. When this election, when all this fraud is opened up that I already know exists. And sure, his claims of dead people voting in Georgia and vote flipping in Michigan have been debunked by various news outlets. Still, these people were eager for more pillow talk. What is Mike Lindell talking about that you agree with? Well, just the whole fraud of the election. He's got the proof, you know. The proof is there. What makes you know that Trump won? His own Department of Justice says there was no fraud. Just, well. So you don't trust the Department of Justice? Oh, no. You trust my pillow guy. According to Lindell, thanks to so-called white hat hackers, he already received the evidence that would lead to Trump's imminent reinstatement. I told the whole country a month and a half ago that Donald Trump would be back in in August. 
You still believe that? Yeah, absolutely. This is the crime of the century you're describing, and they came to the My Pillow guy. No, they didn't come to me. They came to me on January 9th, but I seen the evidence. But but they still they they still came to you. Trump does appear to still be in contact with those allies who helped amplify the election fraud falsehoods that fueled the assault on Congress. Today, he spent some time on his last Friday in the White House with Mike Lindell, the guy on the MyPillow commercials. He was seen leaving the West Wing. Jabin Botsford, photographer for The Washington Post, caught a shot of Lindell's notes, which read in part, quote, martial law if necessary at first hint of any dot 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 then at another point it says move cash patel to cia acting cash patel is currently the department of defense chief of staff and a trump loyalist tonight mike lindell the pillow pitch man and conspiracy theorist tells the daily beast he was informing trump about a new election fraud theory that china and other countries helped steal the 2020 election for Joe Biden. He says White House attorneys promised to look into it and get right back to him. But you're right, it's, it's, so, it's such an extraordinary, surreal time. We're in the middle of this incredible crisis, this pandemic crisis, as well as you know these you know, lasting and enduring problems with the economy and obviously the division in our society. The president has gone into hiding inside the, uh, the West Wing and the residents of the White House unseen, largely unheard from. Uh, as you say, meeting with the My Pillow guy because there aren't a whole lot of other people left to meet with who are willing to meet with him, who are still sticking with him, isolated and and uh, just counting the days and the hours until he leaves office. And it's a it's a it's a remarkable scene, and it, it reminds you, I think, probably of the last days of Nixon. It reminds you of uh, you know other volatile moments in our history, but um, this one I think is going to be going down in in the, in the books as a, a pretty extraordinary moment. Acceptance into the Mafia's La Cosa Nostra usually revolves around a specific group of qualities. Loyalty, ability to earn for the family, and the capability of doing the dirtiest of deeds without hesitation. Entrance into Trump's inner circle is not far off from that. Lindell is another polarizing figure in the Trump orbit and checks all the Trump boxes. Blind loyalty, tremendous earner, and a willingness to do the dirtiest deeds. His misguided and unfounded views are only able to reach the mainstream due to all the money he has stashed under his pillow, his colorful backstory, and his absolutely batshit crazy town persona. I have to wonder if some of his old habits are responsible for the election fraud paranoia. Minnesota pillow entrepreneur Mike Lindell has made allegations of widespread election fraud his brand, starting almost immediately after the 2020 election. Lindell claims he spent more than $3 million investigating fraud and recently paid for a two-hour video he said would be absolute proof that the election was stolen from President Donald Trump. But to date, he has produced no original evidence Instead, Lindell recycles conspiracy theories from others. We watched his absolute proof video, seen here, and asked him about his most consistent claims during a two-hour video interview with the Star Tribune. Let's take a deeper look at those claims and fact check how they've been debunked. Lindell's first claim, 
that makers of voting machines conspired to flip votes from Trump to Joe Biden. Here's what strikes me funny, that nobody, nobody wants to look at this and say, hey, let's look at this. In Antrim County in Michigan, they have the case there. 7,000 votes were flipped inside the machine and it matches my forensics perfectly. This false claim originated after unofficial results showed Biden suspiciously leading by a large margin in the Republican-leaning Antrim County. Yet according to the Michigan Department of State, this was caused by human error when a Republican county clerk forgot to update the software used to collect data from the voting machines. A hand recount of paper ballots confirmed that Dominion's equipment accurately tabulated the votes cast for president in Antrim County, which Trump won by 3,800 votes. Lindell's second claim that other countries led by China interfered in the election by hacking voting machines. I mean, if you guys watch this, you're gonna go, wow, our country is under attack. This isn't Democrat and Republican. You know, this is China. 60% of these attacks, the IP addresses and the IDs of the computers, this is inside the spyware, came over here from China. The federal agency that oversees U.S. election security says it's not possible to hack electronic voting machines without the intrusion being recorded via logs and software checks of voting systems. Last year, each state's post-election review found no evidence of vote manipulation by foreign hackers or any other widespread fraud. Lindell's third claim that ballots were fraudulently cast in the names of dead people and other ineligible voters. Why would, why would dead people, here, let's just take Georgia. Georgia, he lost by 11,730 votes. You take that, there was 27,000 people that don't live in Georgia voted for Biden. This is craziness. Lindell's video cycles through charts listing large numbers of dead people and ineligible voters, but he provided no sourcing. In Georgia, Republican Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger said only two voters in the 2020 presidential election were found to be deceased. He also added that many people living out of state can lawfully vote in Georgia, including college students and military personnel. None of these repackaged claims has persuaded any judge from overturning the results of the election, nor did they stop state or federal lawmakers from certifying Joe Biden's win. Lindell's motivations for continuing his misinformation campaign are unclear, but this could cost him everything. Dominion, the company at the center of his conspiracies, has countered with a $1.3 billion defamation suit, exposing Lindell and the MyPillow he founded to potential financial ruin. Lindell even made the rounds on late night talk as the butt of many jokes. But one host, Jimmy Kimmel, known for his hatred of all things Trump, couldn't resist having him on. And Lindell, of course, couldn't resist the spotlight. It is sadly this type of bottom feeder symbiotic relationship, and even sadder to give a microphone to these lunatics who are spreading lies and disinformation. I'm not sure who's worse, the morons trying to divide our country, or the ratings succubus the media has become. I'm Jimmy, I'm the host of the show. Thank you for watching. Thank you for joining us on what was, I have to admit, one of, one of the least productive days that we've had here at our office in quite some time because Mike Lindell, the MyPillow guy uh, with whom I am obsessed, launched his new website 
and is now uh, about a third of the way through a 48-hour live yellathon. He's planning to broadcast live for 48 hours straight on his new social media site, frankspeech.com. And you know, a lot of people said the CEO of a pillow company couldn't successfully launch a major social media site, and those people were 100% correct. It's like the Jerry Lewis telethon if Jerry was on a public access channel and crack. It's quite a production. Phones are ringing, there are crank calls pouring in, the lights went out, he kept ranting and raving about the same things over and over again, machines, vaccines, and me. I said, uh, we're not gonna let you use the N word, the C word, the F word, or use God's name in vain. And you know what, right away Jimmy, Krim right away, Jimmy Kimball grabbed that, mocked me, and then he mocked me by being a crack addict. Anyway, it's horrific. Jimmy Kimball gets on TV and says, makes a joke out of this lunch. He goes back to my drug days, says, it's a wonder I have any teeth left. You know, Jimmy Kimmel bashed me the other night. He says, you know, this ex crack addict, you know, it's a wonder he has teeth. You know, he bashed, I talked about my crack addiction, made fun of that, and basically slamming addiction and shaming people. And, uh, you know, shaming the American dream, Jimmy Kimmel. In 17 hours, he's taken maybe two breaths. At one point, he claimed they had 75 million people watching. Even Trump was like, oh, please, quit exaggerating. This is supposed to be the big sign-up day, but when you went to the sign-up page, this is what you got uh, at Error 502. But once they did finally get going, Mike Lindell blamed the technical difficulties on enemies, both foreign and domestic. We're under the biggest attack in history. We're getting, I'm getting death threats and everything else. Great speech, we can't come in. They're trying to turn our power off. They're, they're attacking our power grid here. I have been attacked. Our country has been attacked. Everyone out there has been attacked. These are the kind of attacks we're getting, everybody. They're even trying to attack the phones, everybody. We are attacked by every country. Part of this attack on our country. They're attacking my country company right now. Frank Speech was attacked. They attacked Frank Speech. They've attacked Frank. It was the biggest attack. They attacked us. They're attacking us. They're attacking us. They're attacking us. They attacked us. We were attacked. Huge attack. They attacked that. They attacked. They attacked. They attacked. It's going to be the biggest attack ever. How is he going to do this for 30 more hours? Taking another page out of the I want to be like Trump handbook, in January, the self-professed crack addict Christian Whackjob also found himself banned from Twitter. Lindell had used his account to promote false claims of election fraud since November and amazingly dreamy sleep on his pillows. His tweets have asked the president to, quote, impose martial law, called Biden's victory the biggest election fraud in history, and used the days after the insurrection to continue to promote conspiracy theories. Twitter made its decision based on a new policy it enacted after the Capitol insurrection, whereby people who repeatedly share election misinformation can be permanently banned. If you ask me, it's too little too late, Dorsey, you complicit little shit. But that didn't stop crackhead Mike. His next move is to spend over a million bucks to develop his own social platform called Frank. While Lindell has said users of the platform won't face censorship, he does say in a promo video, you don't get to use the four swear words, the C word, the N word, the F word, or God's name in vain. Well, Jesus fucking Christ, you're a little cunt. Here's Mike Lindell, who incidentally was uh, bounced from Twitter. 
and he was bounced from Twitter because I guess he had what repeatedly like put up lies, fairy tales of the the election or uh, whatnot. Um, and here he is um, joining Tucker Carlson. So as you can see, completely silenced. Mm-hmm. Yeah, was Tulsi Gabbard on before or after Mike Lindell? I don't know, but but my point being that um, if we can hear you talk on your cable television program, <laughs> you're probably not silenced. But here you go. Down all the way, I just couldn't do anything, and they were running my Twitter like they were me. My friends are going, "You're not tweeting very much," and when you do, I said, "I'm not doing that." So I. Tra- Okay, erasing Mike Lindell is the is the Chiron. Erasing Mike Lindell. <laughs> what Lindell is ex- is explaining here is that his Twitter was hacked, mm-hmm. and um, by of course the Germans, because he revealed the whole thing about the server and the Dominion. Right. Dominion, I think, is also. I don't know if they're suing him, but they're suing uh, Rudy Giuliani. This is a bold move by them to hack. Lindell's Twitter account while they're in the midst of a suit. I mean, that's bold. But here we go. They got to build their case. Down all the way, I just couldn't do anything. And they were running my Twitter like they were me. My friends are going, you're not tweeting very much. And when you do, I said, I'm not doing that. So I tried to take it down and I got a tweet, a thing from Germany saying, these are Twitter rules and you cannot do this. Take anything down. So they ran my Twitter for about 14 days, 15 days. Then yesterday, they they put it back up so I could run it. And I made one tweet, and the tweet was a good a good letter written by one of my employees because I'm getting attacked about my integrity and stuff. And they took it down five minutes later. And then a week ago, they did a Dominion, went online, on TV and, and said they were going to go after Mike Lindell. Well, they did. They hired hit groups and bots and trolls, went after all my vendors, all these box stores to cancel me out. This cancer culture. Fake stories coming out to attack my Lindell Recovery Network, which helps addicts across the country. It's just a shame, Tucker. What they If they can do it to me, believe me, they can do it to anyone out there. He's not been canceled. And the idea where he's like, this can happen to me, it can happen to anybody. Like, you're well, first a of all, CEO and the president's prominent batshit-like screamer on the stump. Over the weekend, Republicans gathered at Mar-a-Lago to discuss the possibility of a social media platform made for conservatives to rival Facebook and Twitter. That is according to CNBC. Mike Lindell is also weighing in on the matter. He says the new platform will serve as a Judeo-Christian free speech platform, sans cursing or pornography. There has been so much talk in the discourse about uh, GOP alternative to Twitter, to Facebook. They're going to meet them and put their money where their mouth is, apparently, some of these investors. You work in the tech business. Tell us what you think about these initiatives. Yeah, there's so much, actually, in Mike's statement that really needs to be unpacked here. So, (laughs) point one. (laughs) No, really, it's it's funny, but he actually, it was a really revealing statement that I hope people really listen to because it reveals a couple of things. So, number one, what he's describing is not a neutral free speech platform. If he and his team and the company are going out and saying, look, this is Judeo-Christian in perspective. If it's saying we think these certain words, which a couple of the words aren't even hate speech, like the F word isn't hate speech. Mm -hmm. So we are going to say that that's not allowed. So it's not quite clear what he means by it. So maybe it's that you can't share articles that have the F word. Maybe you can't 
post something that says the F word, but that's not free. That's not a free speech platform. And the reason why that's important is basically there isn't anyone who actually wants a completely free speech platform. No one actually wants a perfectly neutral, moderated platform. So the point is everything he's describing is entirely possible, is entirely viable, but it's just really revealing that when they attack Twitter, they say things like Twitter isn't fair, it's biased right. against conservatives. Well, what he's describing is a platform which is biased against people who love the F word. It's biased against people <laughs> who aren't Christian. And once again, that's his right. Like that's that's frankly what Section 230 under the rules allow. So that's really an important thing. And then two, once again, this is a terrible business idea. If anyone is actually looking for investment <laughs> advice on rising, I would not suggest anyone invest in this given the fact that it's a it's a solution in search of a problem. So like once again, I genuinely do not believe that there is a large, real amount of people whose fundamental complaint with Facebook is the people use the F word on it. Hello, everyone. Thanks for coming over to my new platform, Frank, here at frankspeech.com. What you need to do now is to sign up to gain full access to this important platform. Frank is a social media and broadcast network platform like no other. Right now, we're only using the broadcast network part of the platform because it is so important to get the word out during this critical time in history. Please help save our country and share Frank with everyone you know. Thanks and God bless. But let's get back to the point of all this, the danger that this type of call and response is causing. During his presidency, Trump constantly repeated lies on a loop and all from the highest office in the land maybe the world. And the continued effect of these lies has changed a lot of people's minds for good, not for the good, and it's going to be very difficult to bring them back. I have a real concern that an entire generation of uninformed, uneducated, downtrodden Americans have been lied to and brought to the precipice, never to return to sanity, with seeds of doubt cast in every office, every corner, every system, and every election. How do we move forward with such a huge division in our citizenry and crackheads like Mike Lindell leading the way? When you contemplate the end of democracy in America, what kind of person do you think will bring it about? Here is what you probably don't imagine, an affable, self-made Midwesterner, one of those goofy businessmen who makes his own infomercials, a recovered crack addict, no less, who laughs good-naturedly when jokes are made at his expense. A patriot, or so he says, who may well be doing more damage to American democracy than anyone since Jefferson Davis. Along with Bannon, Giuliani, and the rest of the conspiracy posse, Mike Lindell is helping to create profound distrust in the American electoral system, in the American political system, and ultimately in American democracy. You can mock Lindell, dismiss him, or call him a crackhead, but none of this will seem particularly funny when we truly have an illegitimate president in the White House and a total breakdown of law and order.